You're listening to Wayfind Marketing Live, a podcast about navigating business and making marketing easier. Here's your host, Wayfind Marketing founder and president, Steve Phipps. All right, good Friday afternoon and welcome to Wayfind Marketing Live. And I am joined by our co-host, Annie Laurie Walters. And uh, I'm Steve Phipps, and I'm excited about today. One, it's Friday before Thanksgiving. And uh, two, we're continuing on with our series of navigating opportunity. Now, if you've joined us uh, for any of our live streams or caught the podcast over the last few weeks, uh, you know that we are in, in a series in which we are talking to different business owners and leaders, nonprofit leaders, and really just hearing stories of how people are navigating this year uh, and just hearing stories of people that are finding unexpected opportunities, figuring out how to do the uh, unexpected and manage that. And so today, uh, Ann Laurie, why don't, you, why don't you share a little bit about who our guest is today? Sure. We're so excited to have our dear friend, Diane Smith, with us on the show. She's the executive director of Spreading Sunshine, an organization that's very near and dear to our hearts, one that we've worked with as a company and as individuals. And um, the reason why we invited Diane on the show today is because we've talked a lot about navigating opportunity within the context of small business. But we thought for our friends who watch and join us through the podcast that are running nonprofits or maybe they're working at a church or even a school, you know, there's some differences, you know, and it would be really helpful to hear from someone who's running a nonprofit to hear about how are you navigating through the challenges of this year? How have you continued to press on and keep your organization moving forward? And I know that Spreading Sunshine has really embraced some creative opportunities. And Diane has so many great ideas and enthusiasm. I'm excited to hear what she's going to have for us to encourage us all as we continue to navigate whatever else may come our way. Absolutely. And so before we bring Diane in, she's, she's waiting eagerly. In the um, and, and so a couple, couple of quick notes. If you have any questions for Diane, feel free to drop those in the comments. So if you're joining us from LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube, uh, drop your, your questions, uh, comments into uh, the comments and we can reply, see that, answer that. Um, and, uh, so anyway, without any further ado, I feel like this is a game show where we're bringing somebody on and, uh, you know, let's make a deal. <laughs> Diane, how are you today? Diane, you're muted. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Like I said, it's like a game show. Can you unmute? So, we're kicking her off the island before she even starts. <laughs> well, uh, Diane, thanks for thanks for being on here. Um, you know, as Annie Laurie said, we've uh, we go back with you. Um, of course, our family and your family go back pre-spreading sunshine, back to small group days working with college students and. Um, of course, your young, your youngest son and my oldest son are about two days apart in their birthdays, and um, 
but just just excited to hear about your story. So why don't you why don't you start off sharing a little bit about first of all spreading sunshine? Tell us what what does spreading sunshine do? Who are you guys serving? Uh, and then we can talk more about what this year's been like for spreading sunshine. Absolutely. So spreading sunshine is a local nonprofit here based in Memphis. And we serve families who have a child with a critical or chronic illness. And we look for ways to meet practical, emotional, and spiritual needs. Um, one of the things that we do um, is we send sunshine boxes uh, to families all over the country. And um, just, and I'll show you an example. Here's a little example. This is an example of a sunshine box. Okay, now, I'm going to say there's some great stuff in those sunshine boxes. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we, you know, it's a great tangible way to encourage children who are facing hard times. Um, so that's our, that's what we do nationally here in Memphis. We partner with local hospitals and we help provide meals to families who are at the hospital to the parents. Because if you're if you've ever spent any time in the hospital, you know how expensive it can can be. Um, and just that's one of the ways that we love to serve families is meeting that practical need of a meal um, at the hospital. So that's kind of a quick summary of what we do. We were actually started by a mom who her son was born with Down syndrome and a heart defect. And she spent quite a bit of time in the hospital. And just through her experience, she saw that families um, often don't have support. They often are just alone. So she wanted to do something about that completely started as a grassroots effort. She sent the very first sunshine box and it's exploded over the past several years. So now I've got to say, because my, my youngest son has been in, out, in and out of the hospital over the last several years with some pretty significant surgeries and some infections related to that. And, and I know at one point we received one of those boxes, my wife in particular, and, and it really is something that's encouraging. And, and so for you guys, uh, there, there's been uh, a lot of growth over the past couple of years. I, I know maybe 18 months, 24 months ago, you guys really took a lot of uh, initiative, formed a board of some really strong leaders. And, and as you mentioned, it started with, with Abby sending out these boxes and, and that's grown and you guys send those out nationally. Um, and you, you also mentioned doing some things with the hospitals. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you guys do with the hospitals? Because that's a, uh, I know that's kind of grown and expanded over the last uh, year or so. Sure, absolutely. So we, um, every Wednesday, actually for the past four years, um, vol our volunteers would um, provide prepare and provide breakfast at the FedEx Family House. Mm. Uh, FedEx Family House is similar to what the Ronald McDonald might, house might be in other cities. Um, it uh, is a house where uh, families who are not from Memphis, but their child's being treated in Memphis, is a place for them to stay. So it's across from the Bonner Children's Hospital. And it's just, so that's a way that our volunteers serve every single week. Yeah. Um, volunteers also provide meals at the hospital to families on a floor or families at the, the whole hospital um, so that's a very, it's just a, it's a practical, easy way for volunteers to help. Um, and it does meet such a need. There's been, I remember one time we were at the hospital and uh, a mom came through the line and she said, this is so helpful. I haven't eaten 
a, a good meal, a hot meal in several days. Mm. So for, some, for some families, they're, they have limited resources. So it's, it's just a practical way we can partner with the hospitals. And I mean, that's one of the biggest things they said, hey, you know, that's a way we, you can help us is to help provide these meals. Yeah. So coming into 2020, uh, you guys had last year was a good year uh, for the nonprofit. And, and uh, talk a little bit about what were some of your plans and goals coming into 2020? So we had three things that we were big, big initiatives. First is um, because we connect with so many families through a sunshine box, uh, we've um, realized that it, it's not just the child who's sick that needs their day to be brightened, but it's the whole family. So we launched a pilot program in 2020, January 2020, um, called the Year of Sunshine. And the purpose is to be able to every single month send something to that family um, and support not just the child who's sick, but also the siblings and the parents. So that was a, a, a new program that we launched in 2020. Um, our second goal was we um, wanted to expand our meals. And okay. so we have, were moving into serving at the Ronald McDonald House. Um, we served our first dinner there in January of 2020. And, um, you know, we also had groups that wanted to partner with us and volunteer you know, every single month. We had specifically we had a team of students. So we're really looking to grow our volunteer opportunities and our volunteer base in 2020. Um, and then finally, just one of our big goals was to be able to partner with local organizations and companies here in Memphis uh, to be able to increase our impact because we knew, hey, that's a, that's the one of the best ways to do that. So those are kind of our three big goals that we had this year when we started the year. Yeah. So what when 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 March hit, when <laughs> when things started shutting down and things start going topsy-turvy. What was what was the initial thinking in terms of spreading sunshine and, and the goals that you had? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll never forget that board meeting, that first board meeting after COVID hit with the board and, you know, just the, the unknown, the, the fear, the, um, the what do we do? Um, so because day one, we no longer were able to be in the hospital, like no volunteers are in the hospital. So that part of what we do stopped Im yeah. immediately. Um, and then also, of course, a lot of the work that we do relies on volunteers in our office. They come in, they help us pack boxes, they help do a lot of things. And we no longer had volunteers able to come in and work in our office. Um, you know, I remember in the very very early days, one of our board members, I mean, he just gave great advice. And I, I mean, I, I talk, Rick Hanna's on our board. He um, works at ALSAC. He's such a wise person. He's such a valuable member of our board. And he just gave us some very concrete uh, things to do. Like first, look at our budget, cut, go ahead and make a cut into our budget. We cut our budget by 10%. So we had to look at and evaluate how we were spending how, and we had to prioritize how we would spend our money and our, our time. Um, and so his his direction and advice for us just tremendously kind of it, it was easy in the beginning. I don't know if other 
business owners and other leaders felt the same way, but you almost didn't know what to do. You felt kind of stuck. You felt like, oh man, what, what do we do? Um, so for us, obviously a big part of, you know, about half of the work that we did, we couldn't do. Um, but on the other side, uh, what a timely year to start a program to mail sunshine to families. Um, you know, our year of sunshine program was valuable. So valuable. Those, the families that we serve, um, I think one of the things that also hit me early on in COVID was I felt like I could understand better and our others could understand more what families face because the families we serve before COVID, they were isolated. Their mm -hmm. life was out of control. They were scared for their health of their child. They were weary. They were overwhelmed. Families were separated. So, so that was all before COVID. And so, but imagine on top of the COVID on top of that. So I feel like it gave us a greater empathy and desire to serve these families. And, you know, so many times we would get a message and say, this mailing came at just the right time. We, you helped us because they, even when things began to open back up, a family who has a child with a suppressed immune system they're still stick, sticking at home. They're still staying at home. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, go ahead, Annie Laurie. Dan, I was going to ask, or I think that um, I remember hearing one of your team members tell me that there's some other creative ways that y'all have been working around the um, providing meals issue. Do you, mm -hmm. you want to share about that creative yeah. twist to the story? Absolutely. So, um, you know, when we look at our budget, I mean, one of our most ones are one of our costs is is providing those meals and a, a meal that's provided at the hospital does have to be catered. It can't be cooked. Um, um, and so we were able to partner with some local um, restaurants. I mean, Chick-fil-A and Bartlett stepped up and I mean, because of them, we've been able to continue to provide meals at the FedEx family house. Um, right now, we're able to provide vouchers for families at the hospital. We can't provide food at the hospital, but we can provide vouchers. Um, we also, if we have a family that's um, in our Spreading Sunshine community that's been in the hospital, um, we've been able to meet them outside and do a, a contactless drop-off, volunteers and staff masks. So we've been able to work around and still continue to provide the meals. It just looks a little bit different. And it's it's been hard. I mean, I look at pictures of, you know, our sunshine volunteers and aprons, you know, our sunshine aprons, but um, it, we're still able to provide it. It just doesn't feel quite the same. So yeah. I know you miss the personal touch, but what I love about that is that you found a way around it mm -hmm. and persevered through it. And you're still able to meet a need that I know is really well received by the people who are on the other end of it. So that's great that you, yeah. you, know, you kept pressing forward. And one thing that happened, which was a surprise was, um, I mean, we've built relationships. We partner with and work with the quality of life for all team at La Bonner and St. Jude. And they serve families who uh, their children are on palliative or hospice care. And so we have for some time now, they would contact us and say, hey, a family has a need and we would help meet that need. But the interesting thing that happened when COVID hit was 
we saw we began to see them more. Obviously, the needs were increasing, so we really our our we relate our relationship deepened with them, and we we're able to share more about kind of our heart and how we want to serve families, and so. Uh, they've actually began to refer families to us. So we have also begun to be able to serve local families at a deeper level. We have a family right now that uh, has become like family to us. Um, we are, our volunteers are, are, we drop off meals to their, to their home a few times a week. I think Annie, Laurie, you were one of the volunteers that helped with that, right? So <laughs> And, and this is a family of nine. So this is a, it helps them so much. I mean, the mom's at the hospital and so she's able to come back and the, the meals are already provided. So it looks different, but it's also been such a, a gift to be able to serve that deeply with a, with a family. And so through our partnership now with quality of life, we're able to, to still connect with families and, and actually serve more deeply, which has been cool. So what are some ways that you've been staying connected with your volunteer base, which I know is a big part of what Spreading Sunshine does? We were so happy when the volunteers could come back into the office. <laughs> um, we have been, uh, I'll, I'll talk about a couple things. Uh, one is um, we uh, partner with Volunteer Odyssey, and it's a local organization that helps match volunteers with their ideal volunteer opportunity. And um, you know, they contacted us. They had this idea to host a virtual volunteer day. And so they invited us to be one of the nonprofits that would be a part of their virtual volunteer day. And so we uh, had a project that volunteers could do to help us, which is make a sunshine card. That's something everybody can do is make a sunshine card that we can put in our sunshine boxes. So on virtual volunteer day, uh, we were interviewed and highlighted what the project was. And then during that hour, uh, the volunteers put together the cards. And it was amazing because we connected with new, new people we never would have met. And it's also allowed us to create a DIY opportunities that volunteers can do from, from home. Um, right now we're working on, uh, our big goal is to be able to send a thousand sunshine boxes um, and um, so we have mobilized our volunteers and our board and our, our staff um, and created a peer-to-peer -peer fundraising opportunity. And so our, our, our friends, our Sunshine friends have taken the Sunshine Box Challenge and they're helping us reach our goal to fund and send and touch the lives of a thousand families. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. We're off to a great start. I mean, this kind of leads us into our big, our big final push will be the week of Giving Tuesday. And we have a lot of great fun things planned. We're calling that Sunshine Week. And we have, um, we're doing something every day for the families that we serve in the hospital. We're doing meals every day that week. So it's pretty exciting. One thing I want to point out that I think is really cool about everything you just said is that, you know, this has been a year when we've been stuck at home. There have been quarantines. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, don't waste this opportunity. And this is a way to make the most of this. Like, I know a lot of people have felt like, oh, you know, I know a lot of my teacher friends who have been quarantined as of lately. They're like, man, we're back at home. We're stuck. Like, what house project can I do? Well, maybe 
you can volunteer in a way that you didn't think was there. But, you know, the, these things that you're describing, these are things anybody can do from home and it makes a big impact and you can reach more people. So I think it's worth mentioning that this is a great opportunity while we're, you know, facing these quarantines unexpectedly, you know, here and there. Get involved, write a letter, you know, make a meal, send a we've, meal. We've, we've had lots of conversations just in general uh, this year about working from home. Uh, and so this is an opportunity to give from home, to serve from home. Yes. Right. Right. And, yes. And so, Diane, I know that I, and for any nonprofit, fundraising is critical. And I know that a lot of nonprofits rely on in-person events, or as you mentioned, you guys have lots of volunteers who participate in a variety of different ways. And, and of course, you know, a lot of that is, is not an option right now. And, and so one of the things that I love that you guys have done is you've continued to build on things that were already in place. Uh, I know you've been doing a lot to reach out to business partners and, and to, to build some of those relationships. But why don't you talk a little bit about this big campaign that's going on right now? Because as it is for a lot of nonprofits and ministries, this time of year is critical. And, and so share a little bit more about the, the thousand family, you know, this uh, push to, to really to serve a thousand families with these boxes. And how's that going and, and how can people get involved? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, we, um, especially moving into 2021, I mean, a lot of places around the country are already starting to experience some more shutdowns. So we, we really want to think about what can we do to, to ensure that we have the funding that we need to be able to continue our work. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we have great relationships with people and we, um, how can we get involved? How can we work together? So that's the idea of rallying people to come together to help do sunshine, help send the sunshine boxes. So um, I want to tell you about one. Uh, there's a one of our uh, our graphic designers. She lives in Illinois, and she took the sunshine box challenge and she set a goal. And she was like, "Oh, that's a it was a big scary goal. She wanted to raise a thousand dollars." And she just got creative with it. She's a graphic designer. She's connected to a lot of businesses around the country. And she has created a, a shop small business group where the, the businesses paid like, you know, $50 to be a part of the group. And I mean, the thing's going crazy. And, and so people are shopping different businesses. They donated to Spreading Sunshine to be a part of this group and they're getting new eyeballs on their products and services. So I think that's neat because that's a great example. It's very creative. Um, so the Sunshine Box Challenge is um, we're asking people to, to set up a fundraising page. It's super easy um, and, and just commit to, to help us send Sunshine Boxes, whether they raise, oh, there it is whether they raise $50 or, and everyone who fundraises $50 or donates $50 gets a free t-shirt. Um, a lot of the, most people are trying to raise at least $250, which is five boxes. Um, so it's just a great way. And it's, it, we're coming together. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from this past year for me is the importance of working together, the importance of, you know, I remember my husband said to me very early on uh, when COVID hit, he said, 
do not quit looking at what you don't have and what you don't can't do and think about what you do have, what resources you do have at your disposal and what you can do. And man, that's really shaped kind of how we've approached things. So we do have a great community of volunteers and donors and business partners. So the Sunshine Box Challenge is just, we're all working together to, to, to get this done. So, um, and so and, for, for our, I'll, I'll tell you, so like in decent, just kind of give it some framework. In December, you know, we're sending out sunshine to about 160 people. So that's wow. just, you know, so, so that's kind of a that that just helps us kind of plan ahead. So. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and so I, I just had on the screen. Uh, so for our, uh, folks who are listening to this on the podcast, uh, you can get more information about uh, the sun, the sunshine box challenge. Uh, if you go to the website, spreading hyphen sunshine.org and then go to the get involved page. And so you'll see some information there and there's a link that goes to the sunshine box challenge page. And so you can see here, you can uh, donate, you can become a fundraiser. There are a lot of different ways. And I want to challenge business owners to get involved um, because this is a great way to put your business to work, uh, to do something to give back to families. Cause you know, families are, uh, who's, who were normally isolated anyway, are, are even more isolated now because of everything going on. So their needs haven't changed. Their needs have only grown stronger. And so Diane, given that, that everything that you've gone through this year, and this is not your first experience in nonprofit. Uh, I know you've, you've been in nonprofit for, for a portion of your career. So, uh, in, in the last few minutes, what what encouragement would you give, would you share to other nonprofit leaders, to other business owners, entrepreneurs, just anybody that's that's watching and listening? What, what encouragement would you give them? Well, first of all, I would focus, I would say that the value that we've received from focusing on relationships, mm. building those collaborations, looking for ways to encourage one another, um, you know, because we're all, we're all facing the same things. Like for business owners, nonprofit leaders, I don't think any of us said, Hey, I want to lead in a global pandemic. I mean, you know, it probably would not be on our list of, you know, bucket list of things to do. So it's hard. It's, it's hard. I mean, I have, it's, it's just a challenge constantly having to, 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 to uh, reprioritize. Um, so just look for, look for the people that you can connect with and can be, you can encourage one another. Um, you know, I, I meet with another nonprofit leader in town on a monthly basis. Um, you know, that's been valuable for, for me. Um, and then I think that seeking advice and listening to, to people has also been, um, you know, I don't have all the answers, um, but it's been incredible to, to get new ideas and creativity from, from other people. Um, and finally, just, I think for me, what I've had to remember this whole time is why go back to the why, like when you're, when you're, when you're stuck and you're tired and you just can't feel like you can't do it anymore, go back to your why. 
I mean, my passion, my desire, I mean, I've been working with families with sick kids for about 10 years now. And I, anytime I get just, oh, I'm tired, I go back to think about what do they face and what, you know, just to be able to come alongside them, stand beside them, stand with us, stand in the gap, like that re-energizes me and take a break, get outside, go for a walk. I mean, do what you get, get in the sunshine. <laughs> that's absolute. No, that, that's, that's, that's great advice. And, and I, one of the things that you shared early on that I thought was very um, pivotal is that you guys do have a strong board. You have wise counsel. And of course for nonprofits, you've got to have a board uh, as a part of your legal organizational structure. Um, but a lot of businesses don't have any sort of a board. It's voluntary if you do, I mean, obviously some companies have to have a board, but, um, you know, a lot don't. And so having that, those sources of counsel, uh, people that you can connect with peers who understand mentors. And, and one of the things I'll mention too, is, as we uh, wrap up is I think it's, it's amazing to see the community that has been, that has grown, uh, around spreading sunshine and, uh, you know, it's, it's, you guys have 18,000 plus people who like and follow your Facebook page. I know you have other communities. And so it's, it's not a small operation. I know, you know, organizationally, maybe it feels small, but the impact that you guys are having is, is big and God's going to continue to use that. And so thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story and, and lessons learned. And uh, for our, our viewers, our, our listeners, appreciate you joining us. And again, if you head over to Spreading Sunshine, uh, spreading-sunshine.org, you can learn more. You can give a box. Again, I want to challenge the businesses out there. Get involved, um, especially for businesses that are doing really well this year. Get over there and do something. Um let, let's let's help encourage some some other families and, and bless some folks that are in some tough spots. Um, Diane, thanks again for being on here. Any any parting thoughts, guys, before we wrap it up? I want to say one more thing that um, I went to a training with Sandler Training when this first started, mm-hmm. um, and when everybody was like, "Oh man, what do we do?" And uh, one of the things that Andrew Gieselman said was, "You need to think about." where you want to be when this is over where do you want to be where do you want to emerge from and focus on building relationships giving value and just making steps to get toward where you want to be and i feel like that concrete that vision having that vision was is so important whether that's in your business or your nonprofit like remember your why but then also where are you headed where do you because know, it's easy to get stuck and focus on the challenges and the difficulties, but really to think about where you want to be. So. Yep. Absolutely. Good, good word, good encouragement. And so just for everybody, we will be uh, pushing this out on our podcast by the first part of next week. So uh, feel free to catch it there. Search for Wayfind Marketing Live. You can catch us on just about every podcasting platform out there. You can catch the replay on our website, on YouTube, um, on our Facebook channels. And so we invite you to follow along. Uh, next week we'll be taking off because of Thanksgiving, uh, but we will be back uh, 
the week after that, I was Shay Pefley, who is a, a friend of ours, and uh, she is with uh, EOS, and so Traction, which is a system for running businesses. Fantastic. She's going to share some ideas and thoughts with us on how to get your business ready for 2021. And uh, so that'll be another great Wayfind Marketing Live. But uh, until then, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. And thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We invite you to join us for a live recording on Tuesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or on our website at wayfindmarketing.com slash live.